Hello, hello, hello. So who knew there can be up to 27 hormone disrupting chemicals in mainstream period products? It's a really shocking fact that not many people are aware of, considering you're putting period products in or near your body every single month. However, Ridey period products, on the other hand, contain zero bleach, toxins or harmful chemicals. And I'm absolutely delighted to announce that Riley are sponsoring my podcast this month. Riley is an Irish female founded period care subscription service for 100% organic cotton products. They believe you've got the right to know exactly what you're putting into your body every month, which is exactly why they started this business. They also don't want to lock you into anything, which is why you can cancel and reactivate your subscription at any time. No strings attached. And they've kindly given me a discount code for 15% off your first three months of period products. Simply head to their website, www.wearereilly.com, and you can use the code SHANE15, S-H-A-N-E-1-5, and get your eco-period products conveniently delivered to you and when you need them the most. Hello, hello, hello. So before I go into today's episode, I am delighted to announce that the last female fat loss program of 2022 is going to be opening up on the 14th of November so it's starting on the 14th of November and it's the last one of 2022 so if you are looking for guidance of kind of how to prepare for Christmas how to un- enjoy Christmas and still get your goal well then this is the program for you if you're looking to understand when to train push your training understanding your nutrition working with cravings understanding PMS thyroid all these kind of different elements perimenopause menopause endometriosis pcos and many different elements to it then this is the program for you so the female fat loss program is starting on the 14th of november and everything will be sent over to you on the friday beforehand so it's a six-week program and on that program you get tailored training with videos you will get tailored nutrition you will also have weekly check-ins you will have a facebook group with like-minded individuals you'll have weekly q a's with myself and you'll be able to ask me anything and you'll have an online a kind of a a group where you can kind of interact with each other and ask questions it's an amazing program and i'm it's something i'm very very proud of that I've, I've kind of worked with and thank you to everyone who has worked with me so far on it and has worked through it and the, the results have been amazing so if you're looking to work with myself either one-to-one capacity or in the female fat loss program the last one that is opening up is going to be on the 14th of november so please please if you are interested then click on the link in the show notes and or DM me and I'll happily send you the link. So the price is 169 for those six weeks and the price is 169 for those six weeks. So hopefully to see you there. Hopefully you enjoy the episode with one of my amazing clients, Elaine. Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So we have a very special episode today. We have one of my amazing clients, Elaine, coming on to the podcast. So I'm going to set a little bit of a background to the story first. Elaine came to me looking to get wedding ready in about, I think, 10 weeks is what Elaine, the time frame Elaine set. And we had to manage kind of like hens, parties, illness along the way from kind of like overexertion and then we also had to kind of work with training and kind of regulating appetite a lot of different things but i'm gonna let elaine take this away and uh take over the podcast elaine thank you so much for doing this thank you shane thanks for asking me no problem at all uh so elaine i'm gonna let you tell us your story and kind of like why you decided to kind of get in touch i know i kind of alluded to it very briefly there okay um so yeah my name is elaine elaine kearns i'm from Kerry. Um, I am 32 years old, mom to little girl that's 16 months old and 
Um, recently married, married my partner of eight years. Um, like I said to Shane as we started, it's completely different now. <laughs> Everything's changed. No. Um, but yeah, so like Shane said, I had touched base um, going on probably 13 weeks ago now, but at the time it would have been 10 weeks out from my wedding. So the goal at that stage was basically to fit into my wedding dress. So I had the wedding dress that was in the in the house um wasn't fitting um as well as I would like to to have. And again just wanted to have an overall good feel while I was going on my ho- holiday slash wedding. So it was a destination wedding. Um, so it was going to be on holidays for two weeks. It was going to have sun, it was going to be out by the pool, by the beach. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the the main main reason for touching base with Shane and I suppose where I kind of found out about Shane was actually through my partner at the time he had said well I had the time I was discussing with him like you know I, I do a lot of training like in terms of my own fitness like just strength training running cycling and I suppose I was kind of getting a bit frustrated that I wasn't getting the, the more muscle definition the toning up and my partner just recommended to touch base with Shane. He had come across him on Instagram and listened to a few of his podcasts. Um, and he just said he's a he specializes in female fat loss, female um, training. And that's basically when I put the email request in online. And um, the rest was history, as they say, but like that, we had 10 weeks. So there was a lot to do. And, and I suppose with Shane, you said up front was get the hard work done at the start and kick off pretty pretty much straight away um and as you also advise is that the last couple of weeks so we only had the 10 weeks in the last two weeks so say you had eight weeks if not even maybe seven weeks for you to put in as much effort um as possible so I kind of had that in my head from the get-go um and again my background is I actually am a, I do uh, fitness classes here in a local gym so I, that's kind of my outlet on a couple of days a week where I go down and I teach classes so like in terms of the fitness side of things that was wasn't an issue for me it was suppose it was more getting into a routine a set routine being accountable to someone um getting guidance on nutrition that was the biggest thing for me when I and for the biggest reason for why I wanted to reach out to someone and reach out to Shane in in, in doing that you mentioned a big word there of kind of like putting the effort in for like eight or nine weeks. I want to clarify that doesn't mean I restricted a lady. Oh no, 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 there is <laughs> there was no restriction. There was no restriction. Uh yeah. So I, I think I I'll never forget this phone call. The first phone call reminds me of another client that was on Una. Um when it was kind of you came to me for kind of like getting the weight loss and getting the go for the for your dress. I'm gonna let you tell the rest of the story because I'll spoil it. Oh, yeah. So it came on to you and I was explaining how I was just so tired. I actually think it was that I was really tired. My energy levels were really low. Um, I was explaining that I was training for I had just finished the training for the Ring of Kerry, I think. Um, and then I was in my in my sign up um, form. I think I'd said I was intending to to, to start training for the uh, half marathon in Dublin in September. Um, and that was just that was the reason for that was to have a goal or have something to keep me going. As in, I always like to have something booked in to train for. Otherwise, I feel like I'm just either you know I, I don't have something ahead so if I miss a Monday or I miss a Tuesday like oh, I don't I don't I'm not training for anything whereas if I had the half marathon booked I know I would do it like the way I signed up with you I knew I would if I had someone I'm accountable to I will I would work um but yeah I, and I couldn't understand like why my energy levels were so low um I had explained to you that I 
tried intermittent fasting for a period just to see again my brother would be quite um quite a uh would push for intermittent fasting he would do he would have done it for quite a while so again I was like oh I'll give it a go and see and look I did get results but at the at the cost of my energy levels and and actually then my cycle actually I, I also explained to you my cycle was was way 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 too long as in I was like why isn't it come I was getting tired to get worried um hence you you were like maybe you should do a pregnancy test so <laughs> I was like no I'm not and he would just do it and I was like okay I knew I like that wasn't gonna be the case but we we, we figured it out we talked it through um and it was I was just expending my 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 energy levels were just I was just using up too much energy not taking in enough calories um but like that, we had that discussion on the first the first call. You were kind of like saying you're just doing too much, and I was like, "What? No, I don't. I don't know." But, but I, I probably didn't say no. I actually did listen to you. I think I did actually take it on board and be like, "Okay, maybe." So obviously, didn't sign up for the half marathon in September. <laughs> and actually, to what I didn't expect to happen was I had to completely cut running out. So I would have been running probably five k's, six k's, seven k's, two, three times a week. That's what I would have always done. Not just Oh, obviously for fitness and to keep my fitness up but also for my own head I enjoyed just going out for a run to clear the head so I think at the start I might have been doing I might have been trying to do still one run a week or two runs but I think three or four weeks in I completely cut the running um, and just did three workouts a week three strength trainings again the strength training wasn't the there was no obstacle like it wasn't an obstacle for me like I liked doing the workouts that's that was always something that I've done like as far as my, as long as I can remember I've done at least two or three strength trainings a week with my running and then obviously with the ring and carry training there was just too much happening um then wondering why I always used to associate just always used to say oh I have a massive appetite I always used to say that like I have a massive appetite <laughs> I love my food which I still do but my massive appetite was was because of the amount of I suppose running I would have been doing so when we kind of I suppose bottomed out what the what the goals were and um, three workouts a week which I stuck to and again didn't have an issue with doing three workouts a week I think a few times I was like Shane should I be doing another workout should I add in a fourth one <laughs> you were like no no just three and um, then the steps obviously hitting the 10k and again what you had said about hitting the 8k was enough you know, if you're hitting the eight to ten, that's that should be your goal. And then when we did get closer, maybe maybe it was seven or eight weeks when it maybe in, and, and you were saying, "Are you ready to step it up a bit, or do you want to step it up a bit?" I said, "Yeah, okay. Will I add another workout?" You're, no, just increase the steps. Do do maybe another, you know, fifteen hundred, two thousand steps a day, which I did. Um, so yeah, that was kind of I suppose from day one, it was getting the getting the education on less is enough like or, or do a little bit less and eat eating then I suppose we had our calories like we didn't again didn't restrict like I was still eating 1800 calories 2000 some days but obviously days that I was hungrier I was hitting up the 2000 calories which is what I should be eating 1800 was wasn't I wasn't feeling hungry there was no there's no point I can never think back and, and be like oh I wish I could eat more today I don't I don't if I was I was eating more I was eating yeah, the yeah. 2000 calories but um, it was the the discipline to keep tracking as well of the of the calorie. I suppose I've on my own back I would have used the fit, my fitness pal and used that app 
going going back like just for my own purposes so I was used to that app and I was familiar with it I didn't find that an issue um if anything I suppose my eating doesn't drastically change week to week I do generally do the same food shop so it was easy enough that kind of that kind of way um but yeah I think going back it's mad to think it was 13 weeks ago now and like my energy levels like throughout that 12 week period were were just yeah they came back around which was great and even during the wedding then you know I was obviously on a high um but like you said the last two weeks everything went out the window except the steps <laughs> the walking no, was every time you were talking to me it was when you're out for your walk so you kind of like that was your you time and I think yeah. when Elaine's talking there about kind of like upping the steps rather than lower the calories I was always like we don't need to make dieting harder we don't need to make weight loss harder than like a lot of people get mixed up with like misery and they think dieting means misery and being hungry all the time I was trying not to do that because yeah. you are a busy working professional you've got a kids you've got a partner to kind of help as well and a busy household and i was like right you need to be able to feel your training in order to kind of make sure yeah. you have enough energy for that plus we didn't want to get into like losing the cycle again we need to make sure of that like you're uh, most times you're up in around two thousand calories and that's why i added a little bit more steps in because i think it was like one or two weeks where kind of like the measurements were kind of like stalling a little bit i wasn't worried about the weight but the measurements were kind of like hit a plateau or something we're like right let's just try and tweak this and that's why i got you to do it and it's a useful tool uh, for someone that's kind of trying to themselves, like if nothing has changed with measurements or energy or sleep or strength or anything like that in two weeks, maybe then change something up if you've been mm-hmm. adherent. And Elaine was bang on the money every single week with with adherence and like check-ins were absolutely smashed every single week. And was talking to me most days and kind of saying, Shane, is there any chance I need to up my training? It's like, no, we probably just need to actually make sure we're doing <laughs> the nutrition. And yeah. that must have been a hard thing to kind of get your head around because you yeah. probably are taught and told you need to do more and more and more hustle more to get your yeah. how big of a shift was that for your mindset? Yeah, that was that was again, like I said, I've been going to the gym running for like going on good 10, 10 plus years. Like I remember being in secondary school and you know in the summer holidays you'd join the gym and you think you need to be going to the gym three or four times a week. Um and that's that's just in your head, but you're going in, I suppose it's the level of understanding about the weightlifting and the heavier weights. Like that's something probably I didn't bring into my training until I suppose the last year, more so even now the last few weeks with you increasing the weights as more, more often, I suppose every couple of weeks, if you're feeling you can do more reps, maybe increase the weight a little bit, but I suppose going back years gone by, it's a mixture of cardio, mixture of, some bit of weights, a bit of hit training. And obviously that's all, all training is good training, but to get the results that I was looking for in terms of the definition, the toning up, like it was the heavy lifting that we needed to, to incorporate, which we did. Um, what I probably was like pleasantly surprised on was the fact that my training, all my training was done at home. Like bar maybe, I'd say I could count maybe three, three, four sessions I might've taken to the gym just, just to basically get a change of environment. Other than that, it, like my three sessions by 12 weeks, or you say 36, 36 sessions, you're looking at 90% of those done in, in my office room right here with some dumbbells. Um, what else did I have? I had a resistant band. I had a bar, um, a bar like all of that. All the, the 10 weeks of training was done at home. So I think that was my... Um, kind of eye opener is to you don't need to go into sign up to 
get memberships and have to be in the gym to get to do the work to get the results um obviously it is nice to get a change of environment working in the one room yeah, training in the one, one room um but like that like i said to you before like i had to do my trainings i work two days a week work tuesday wednesday thursday i tried to do my trainings on my lunch break um again in the same room it's 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 <laughs> one but four, four walls but look it had to be i knew in my head I, I had a period of time that i wanted to to work in that 10-week period i was like it has to be done so again the strength training the actual training part of it was the easy part for me it was the it was the i suppose just getting my head around um the nutrition maintaining that 1800 2000 calories doing less like not pushing myself to get out for a run not pushing myself like that every i used to do park runs but i'm still i'm gonna start back it's not that i've given them up completely but i guess for the goal that i had the focus was to get the, the heavy lifting and the the what's the word continuously three week three times a week for 10 weeks and then even after the wedding i've kind of continued them on i'd like to keep i'll definitely go main, maintenance now for for the for foreseeable until until something else pops up but yeah that's the the goal now you had a question for me off air that we were going to say for on air what was the question oh yeah about the the expenditure of 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 why the hunger levels go through the roof yeah yeah Uh, yeah so like it's it's very very normal for that to happen with that and it's also normal for it to happen during kind of winter months so if you think it was summer at the heat then regulates hormone uh, then regulates the hunger hormone and yes. when we get cold and we start shivering right we're burning more calories because we're shivering yeah. we're using energy um and when we're running and stuff it's obviously more concerted effort like with training year or weight training you're kind of stop starting with your step yeah. reps and steps yeah and then with the running you're kind of continuously going for half an hour an hour whatever yeah. distance you're going um, so it's just you're constantly burning a little bit more so that's what you kind of i remember you said it early on in the Kind of maybe maybe week maybe it was week one I remember maybe because I was like why can't I go running can I do can I do a, a, a run and you were you were saying like if you do run if you go running you're just going to be you're going to create a hunger or like your appetite will go up um, and then that hit home and I was like okay I'm going to try it I'm not going to do it and then yeah I got the got the results that like you know I just basically got into the dress <laughs> more than fit into the dress if i if 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 i show your pictures of you in your dress or your transformation photo you, you fit more than you more than fit into that dress um that's like and i think it was the it was the the way you broke it down with the way you said it there was like right i've got say 12 weeks that's 36 sessions in yeah. 12 weeks that's the way you broke it down like that's three sessions a week that's not overly difficult that's not a whole lot of commitment yeah. And I think that's probably what a lot of people can get overwhelmed by. They think of, right, let's get to the end goal, but they never really think of what needs the step-by-step approach mm-hmm. that needs to get them to do it. And that's probably because you've probably had that from either what you do for a living, but also because you've done running events, your training is kind of like you need to slowly increase it by like 10% yeah. or so every so often to kind of get to that goal. So that's probably aided you along the way compared to someone who yeah. hasn't um what kind of silly stuff have you tried previously when you were trying to like lose weight? um mixture of like like not so much silly stuff but like definitely probably unsustainable and in, in, in definitely my current circumstance being being a mom and having to 
run around after um, after Ada a lot. But I, I suppose, say, say, going back to 2018, for example, I was um, I was moved coming home. I was living in New Zealand, New Zealand, and I was coming home to be bridesmaid for a friend of mine. And I think I did. They have like an eight week. They do an eight week challenge at 45. So I was like getting up quarter to six, six, six a.m. I don't know, 5.15 a.m. classes, I think four times, five times a week, um, 45 minutes and then an hour session on Saturday and then following their food programs in. And don't get me wrong, like at the time, again, I had the discipline, I did it. Uh, my partner actually did it with me at the time. We were both kind of like keen to try it. Um, it was great. But now when I look at it, I think like, Jesus, like that was, that our lives revolved around it for eight weeks, getting up every morning um, and then having the food shop done to prep, like you had your set meals and the breakfast, lunch and dinner. So you're, and like, it wasn't that you were counting calories, but you were following their um, their meal plans. Um, but yeah, eight weeks of that solid, like did that. Um, I've done other again not so much that was the only kind of eight week challenge as such that I've done um and again got results don't get me wrong but like it's all consuming there's there's no there's nothing else that can go on in those eight weeks and you're not allowed to drink oh yeah that was actually very restrictive because I couldn't drink now obviously I was having a a couple of drinks here and there but the idea was you go off off alcohol you're not having any sweet stuff um one thing I would say for the last 12 weeks there was no nothing off limits like I went out I had my weekend my weekends where I had things on I drank I ate like nice sweets I, I ate anything I wanted there was nothing off limits which is sustainable which is long term you can keep it even now when I feel I'm in a maintenance phase you know like I'm obviously not counting calories but I'm I'm still aware of of like how much how much I need to eat I suppose like if I'm not if I'm eating for the sake of eating versus being hungry um I know I know myself um and then I suppose just just again the silly stuff and that I just just doing lots of workouts just thinking that four or five workouts are needed every week to get the results um and not necessarily um one thing I would have got from this is actually writing down right I've lifted 10 kg um upright row this week next week I'm gonna aim for 10 maybe maybe 12 whereas in the past I would just like oh whatever I'm feeling today whatever I wouldn't even know what I lifted last week or what I lifted yesterday I would never have what like looked at that and that's important too to know what you're able for what you've done um just seeing how your strength is building I suppose as well so kind of going into the gym and just just doing whatever I felt like not really following a plan that was kind of silly um but um yeah that's kind of yeah not some silly stuff it's just I suppose being more um aware of what what I'm what I'm doing I suppose really in terms of the gym work I like the way you've kind of brought that in of kind of like it was it was exciting for you to see the progress with the lifts and what and, and noticing when you were stronger as well at certain stages yeah and when you probably needed to ease off i like the way you've kind of brought that in because i do think a lot of people just focus way too much on measurements or on the weighing scales and not enough on right are you actually getting strong as hell are you actually building muscle are you are you actually like just winning in the in what you're trying to do because yeah. a lot of people just like we've all been there we have no program we've all been there we have no accountability and you're not going to go up weights every single week or whatever maybe but you you set yourself like a small challenge you seem that quite way orientated that you like to have a goal and kind of to challenge yourself each time while other people may not be that way orientated and there's nothing wrong with that but i think it's really important the focus that you brought in of like right 
I'm going to get strong as hell here. And yeah. it's not only about the dress, you brought in non-scale victories yeah. for yourself. And that and that was huge. And that's that's what I'm finding now is keeping me going as well, though. Like even now after the wedding is done, there's no dress there to be fitting into. But I don't want to lose the strength that I've built. And again, I I the muscle definition that we've worked to get, even though you know, 10 weeks is it's a long time, but in the scale of like how long I've been training, it's not that long. Um, but not wanting to lose that. But like, and you actually kind of feel like you want to continue on, not because you have to, but because you want to. You've you've built that strength up over a period of time. Um, and it actually you enjoy, well, I I do enjoy now continuing to do that training and continue to see strength being built, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it, it's it's exciting. It's a di- it's a different metric, but it's understanding like that you want you want to push things as far as you can and kind of get as strong as hell. So bring got, running back. Want to bring run one week, one run a week, maybe. But if you want to run, run. I'm not. I think for, for at that stage where we were at, I think yeah, the running wasn't. If you would, if you were, if you had stuck with the goal of trying to do the the marathon as on top of everything else, <laughs> that would have ended yeah. in absolute disaster. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think because I was just so lacking energy when I first touched base with you. I was just like, what is going But it was, it, I think I was coming out of realizing that intermittent fasting was obviously affecting me as well. Because whilst your intermittent fasting is you eat what you want, but like I was probably doing a 10 and 12 hour, not that I was doing extreme, I was doing maybe eating my breakfast at maybe nine, nine and 10 and finishing eating at seven. But like you are eating less because I would have had my, I don't have my dinner until like seven, seven thirty, And then maybe would have had something after the dinner. So you're cutting that out. So that's still, that's a hundred calories gone already. And then in the morning I would have been having my breakfast when say I would have been having my morning snacks. So that might be another hundred calories. So while that's like 200 calories, it might be, you know, chocolate or rice cakes or something, but it's still 200 calories a day that I was missing out on. Hence probably still doing a high level of exercise training for the ring and carry doing a little bit of strength training. I was still trying to do maybe three sessions of strength here. So my calorie expenditure was still quite high. Um, so yeah, so now looking back on it, it's like, how how did I think that, like, how did I not realize at the time? But I suppose when you're in something and you're just like, have a, have something in your head and you're like, I'm going to try this. And and to be fair, the weight was was dropping, but also I might, wasn't able for much. Yeah, no, like, like intermittent fasting is great. Like it, it is, it, it works for some people and it doesn't work for other people. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. a great way of kind of like, if anyone isn't aware of what it means is the most popular one is the 16, eight rule, which is you don't eat for 16 hours and you eat, you eat for eight hours. Mm-hmm. I, I essentially call that sleep. Um, yeah. So you're not eating first. If you're getting eight hours sleep, you're not eating. So that's essentially what it is, but it, it can be useful that you just push yeah. out your breakfast. Like I don't really have my breakfast until like 10 or half 10 and I'm, I'm awake at half six. Yeah. I'm just yeah. not really that hungry in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I push it out and then I probably have my last meal at like half seven. So with, unintentionally, yeah. I probably yeah. am doing it, but I just don't put a label on it. Mm-hmm. But it, it can work for others, but it may not work for other people. It's just, it's just I'm not hungry in the morning. Um, but if someone's trying to improve their relationship with food, I probably wouldn't encourage you to use it because it's bring, It's not even more beneficial to weight loss than any other diet. It's just you're restricting the window you're eating in. Yeah. So uh, I have to put that out there um we talked about the kind of like the last two or three weeks was where there was more meals out more lunches more drinks and all that kind of stuff how yeah. did we how did, what tools and stuff did you use are in coming up to those um i enjoyed myself apart, apart from getting sick <laughs> yeah there was the getting sick in the middle of that yeah um look i didn't i suppose i was conscious of 
early in the week if I knew I think you you gave me a tip just to write down I think when it started when, when the events were kind of coming up and coming and there was a few weekends I had a trip to Dublin yeah I had a hen weekend um I knew I was going out with with aunts and cousins for a, for a day um we wrote them down I wrote them down and looked ahead at what was what was up and coming um and I suppose look I was probably more conscious during the week that I would get my workouts done I think there was one weekend where I don't know was I gone away or something but I had to do like my three workouts like Monday Tuesday Wednesday because I was gone Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday but like that look I knew kind of far enough in advance that they needed to get done and again I said yeah the workouts weren't an issue for me I wanted to get the workouts done I always wanted to do I felt like the three were more than manageable so I'd get the workouts done in advance in the week if I knew I wasn't around at the weekends which mostly I did my workouts during the week anyway. Um, and then in terms of the calories, probably we're more conscious to have the, maybe the lower end of the calories, like the 1800s, 1750, maybe the weekdays. And then come the weekends, I was a bit more flexible in that, you know, if I went over, which which like you would with the alcohol and just eating out in general, you're going to be two 2,000 plus. I think there was probably some weekends or some Saturdays I was veering on the 3,000, you know, oh, just there was, with, there was, I think there was yeah. maybe two weekends that there was like a couple of days were like 28 to 3,500 easily. But yeah. the trick that we used there was the weekly calorie average and the reset yeah. afterwards. And yeah. that was the big trick. Yeah, it was. It's just like you have to, like you've got to, if you're going, you're going for, you know, the whole shebang is like the wedding. The wedding is one day, but then it's the lead up is the exciting part and the the events that, that come before. And again, again, highlighting there was no restriction in this 10 week process. It was just a guide to um, get the workouts, increase the, the weights when we could, steps, keeping the steps um, high, which again was done by getting out before work. And like you said as well, you recommended like you're not going to get an hour and a half of a walk in every day, like in one go. So again, I used to just, even if, I, if it was only, if I had to start work at half eight and it was like 10 past quarter eight, I was literally like out the door for 10 minutes and back over to the end of the road and back. Like that was before. And then lunchtime might've had, again, I tried to get my workouts done at lunchtime. So the days that I wasn't doing workouts, I'd get out at lunchtime for a walk. Again, half an hour, that was all I had over back. And then again, once work was finished, I'd go out. Mondays, Fridays, I don't work. I have my little girl. That They were the days where I could get out with the buggy and maybe go for an hour walk, you know, 40 minutes. Um, but the steps, again, that was, I suppose I never really had such a focus on getting my 10,000 10, every day. Whereas like I've always would have liked to have got 10K, but 10,000 but yeah the 10 weeks I really did have it in my head right this is happening um because like that I, in my head I thought the three three workouts at the start was was low so I was like I'm not doing enough so then I was like I have to get the steps in but like as in as time went on I realized it was all all pooling together to to work out yeah and I think aligning with the steps and the calories and all that kind of stuff what what works for you may not be recommended for everyone else. Like there's a lot of clients I don't normally set a step target to, but because we knew you were in a safe headspace and you probably needed a target to hit in order mm -hmm. for like to be, because you're quite process orientated. Mm -hmm. um, so we probably needed that just to kind of have that little bit of accountability. But I love the tool that you said there of, right. You probably don't have a straight hour, hour and a half of kind of like a walk to be able to get in. And you're like, right, I'm just going to get 10 minutes in here, 10 minutes there, and it will add up over time. And also, you're, as you said earlier, you're chasing around after your yeah. kid. And people don't realize 
those steps add up too. It's not yeah. like only when you're walking that that's when the steps are happening. It's when yes. you're moving around fidgeting. Like if I'm doing check-ins, I probably I'm gonna need a new carpet out in that hall fairly soon because I'm just walking around talking and aimlessly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, 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 I really like that too. I think that would, if you split it up into two 20 minutes or two 30 minutes for a lot of people, you'll probably see a lot better because it's easing the pressure off having to go out for an hour. Most people don't have, a, like most people don't have an hour and a half, two hours to spare, especially if you're a parent. Yeah. <laughs> and that's actually just a point that which I probably didn't say at the start. I should have brought the expenditure, energy expenditure again. I suppose when I was back in July again, when I was saying to you, I was like so low on energy. But like with the, all the exercise, but then I wasn't accounting for the fact that, yes, I'm getting up in the mornings. This is when I was probably doing the pushing my breakfast out till nine or 10 o'clock. I needed food in the morning because I think you made a point about my body being under stress. So like get up in the morning. Like the first thing was I probably shouldn't be getting up a bit or getting myself prepared before Ada starts screaming. But I don't. I get up when she calls straight up with her, get her downstairs, get her ready, fight her to get her clothes on, fighting to get her, you know, to do different things and feed the breakfast and all the energy you're using up in that time. And then and then I was pushing out the breakfast for another hour after I started work. Um, yeah, you just don't you don't think about all that energy that you're using up by being a parent in the first couple of hours when you wake up you need all the energy you can get yeah <laughs> and it's, it's stressful enough i can imagine being a parent as well plus trying to be a work professional so like anywhere you can kind of save time or save energy or save kind of like have the hassle of of things and of like there's always going to be something that comes up and one of the things that came up for yourself was you got ill i think was it after your hair yeah it was after a trip I went to Dublin so it was in kind of probably early September yeah so we probably would have been about week I'd say we would have been week seven or eight yeah seven. And it was, I think it was the weekend where yeah I went to Dublin on the Friday so again the weekend was obviously or I, I had that penciled in I knew that weekend was off kind of I wasn't really counting calories or there it was going to be well in excess of the of the 1800 to 2000 so that was friday saturday spent kind of out in dublin going out for dinner having drinks then sunday just picked up a vomiting bug like again i had, I had it back in april um i haven't had it in about 10 years and then picked it up again and this it only lasted about 12 hours but like that it threw me just just getting sick all the way home from Dublin on the Sunday, then I had to go to bed and landed home and then Monday not great. So that would have been kind of two two events as such, the weekend away and then just falling ill and then trying to recoup then from like the Tuesday, Wednesday. Um yeah, around the middle of September. So we weren't far off like probably No, but it was also weeks. like it wasn't about beating yourself up for it either. It was no. Like this has happened. And yeah. This is life. Like there's always going to be something that crops up. And I think that was an important, when I, when that happened, I was kind of like, I, I was waiting for something to kind of crop up, whether it be you getting ill or some sort of stressful work situation or whatever, maybe crop up. So that will be interesting to see how you would handle it. Because I think it would have been very easy for someone to kind of like, right, I'm having a pity party. I'm going to have it <laughs> in here. But obviously it was a vomiting bug. So, and we're yeah. like, we're not even looking at the measurements. We're not even looking at the scales for these yeah. until you feel back. The priority was getting you back on your feet yeah, and getting you feel better. We didn't really look at the check-in that week. We were kind of like, right, no. let's just get the nutrients, the electrolytes. That was a big thing I really focused on the electrolytes. I remember you said that and it was just being completely dehydrated that week and um, getting them getting the nutrients back in because like that hadn't eaten anything barely on the 
Sunday and anything that was in my system was gone and then couldn't really eat Monday. So yeah, it was just getting all the fluids back in from that week. Um, probably took a, took a week, I suppose all up, but it was probably a week of just, you know, um, out because between being away for the weekend and then just being ill, it just was a down. But it wasn't, re- we weren't really restarting. We were just kind of continuing on then once we, once it was back in action. Yeah, exactly. And we, you just pause, you kind of say, right, what do I need to do for myself right now? And that was the way you've kind of phrased it to yourself. And I think that was the best way because I think too many people would kind of beat themselves up with the, a shame stick or a blame stick and kind of blame themselves for it. Um, have you had many people at the wedding or before the wedding or coming after at the wedding? It's like, what did you do to, to, um, I suppose, well, I suppose that if, if you talk to any brides to be yeah. our brides, they everybody's on a, on a, they, they might not admit it, but everyone is in a, you know, a, a mindset that like want to be in the best shape that they can possibly be in. Um, I suppose on the day of the wedding, yes, I had a friend who did yeah, comment being like, okay, you've lost a lot of weight, like what's what's going on? But I suppose also because I have my backgrounds that I'm, you know, I am in fitness out of out of a hobby with being doing classes and stuff and people know I do sign up for stuff and um, generally keep, keep, try to keep going, keep, <laughs> keep doing something. Um, but I suppose it's mainly my partner who, who probably sees most of the, the the changes and um I suppose I spoke I spoke with my brother again about stuff he'd be quite into his um his kind of yeah just keeping fit and stuff and talking about what I was doing and it's actually something he did say you know I suppose because of the results that I did get and because we were able to cut back on you know the the level of of workouts and stuff I was doing I suppose because I've been in in a mindset of going to the gym and um training for the past 10 years or so maybe that i had the the the, the cutting it back then he's like that's that's possible and you cut it back because you 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 do probably do too much and then when you cut it back and actually you see the definition like obviously when i was able to see definition from 36 36 workout probably less say 10 so 30 workouts um the muscle the muscle definition and pulling back the training like that, that that was the biggest I, I probably didn't think I would see as much definition with the with the amount that we did to be honest um but yeah maybe people didn't see my my um I, did, I didn't share my progress photos with many to be honest <laughs> no because I know because I know from having work with uh people who are getting married uh particularly brides is that a lot of people will like talk about what are you doing what like I'm and normally it's kind of like I'm doing I don't know keto or I'm doing some other silly thing and it's kind of like no no generally if you give it enough lead up time because most people i've seen it before like i've got five weeks from my wedding can you sort me out i'm like no <laughs> i'm not doing it i'm not being responsible for it because it, it there's no aftercare and the big thing for you so i already said there you have your next goal of right i'm sitting on maintenance whatever that looks like yeah. adding in an extra snack or adding in a couple of extra snacks and you've got you're going to get getting in your training after this anyway because and you're focusing on right your strength your body composition will improve yeah you're going to get more food into you so you'll be able to build more muscle so there's a lot of wins going along the way but i think that's where your headspace was at and i think the biggest shift for me for you was that you don't need to do as much yeah um, and i think i i really want that to resonate with people most yeah. people think they they need to do loads and then they end up doing nothing yeah and they end up staying where they are yeah kind of like no no just just do something like, yeah just go for a walk i don't care what it is just please just do something yeah um 
Elaine, I cannot thank you enough for for coming on and for doing this. Um, thank you for having you know, me, Shane. It's been a pleasure. It's, it's, I know it's a quick turnaround because it's going out <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I haven't left a lot of will. I haven't left. I I'm quite uh, slack on the November guests. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your story. Um, and I uh, wish you the very best of luck with the, the family. Thank you very much, Shane. And um, yeah, all the best to you as well. You're. I'll be I'll be sending people your way any more brides that I thank that your I, partner as well for the referral I will I will yep he, oh, I actually said that to you <laughs> so thank you for that thank you Elaine <laughs> thank you Shane I really hope you have enjoyed that episode with Elaine and thank you again to Elaine who has come on to the podcast and sharing her amazing story Elaine has I think broken a lot an awful lot of myths in there that you need to train more to get your goal you need to restrict to get your goal you need to hammer yourself into the ground. And I think the body giving feedback was was the first sign. So if you're interested in working with myself in a one-to-one capacity, I literally have two spaces left for the whole year and I haven't opened spaces for a very long time and I'm, I'm grateful for that. So if you're interested in working with me on a one-to-one capacity, pop me a DM or click on the link below. And if you are interested in the Female Fat Loss Program, which is a six-week program to get you up until Christmas, then click on the link in the show notes as well and we will book your space spaces are filling up fast and i keep the numbers small so that everyone gets their attention and they are looked after it's not one of these programs where everyone joins in and no one gets the results it's somewhere that everyone gets results and somewhere that everyone's looked after so if you're interested in working with me click the links in the show notes and i really hope you have enjoyed the episode with elaine